Hello everyone and welcome back to Eco Insights. I'm Georgia Scar and I'm Chloe Young and we are the co-founders of EcoCircle International and your hosts for today. Today we are here with Adan Ramirez, the co-founder of Green Fluidics. So hello Adan, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Can you start out by telling us a bit about yourself? Hi everyone, oh, thanks so much for the invitation. It's pretty amazing the things that you are doing here. And I'm very excited to, to share more about uh, the things that we are doing on Reflitics and yeah, I mean about all these things. So, well, my name is Sadan Ramirez, as you say. Uh, I'm from Mexico. I am 25 years old. Um, I have a, a background in biotechnology and also several specializations on startup management and high technology management. So by this is that I co-founded Greenfluidics, that is an, a biotech startup that uh, I co-founded, uh, I think that four years ago, I mean, on 2017. So uh, this biotech startup is looking to accelerate the transition to the sustainable cities around the world, but also to, de to develop uh, sustainable technologies that could uh, have an impact on millions of people on Earth but also to chart, to chart the sustainability to the space. So basically by this, I have the opportunity to, to win some prizes. I mean, on 2020, to be, uh, I have been named as the inventor of the year on Latin America region by the MIT Technology Review. And also as one of the top 25 leaders on Germany by innovation, by our work that we are doing on Green Politics. Um, so, I mean, in a few words, I am uh, an inventor, uh, a developer of sustainable technologies uh, in order to impact uh, not only some people in my country or on, on the region, but also in, uh, I mean, in all the world. Because at the end, I mean, I, we are on at some point that if we, if we can't uh, do a lot of things to save our world, I mean, uh, I don't know what is going to happen in the next years. So yes, this is the thing that I am doing now. Uh, yeah, I am very happy to, to talk more about on the next, uh, the next minutes here. Amazing, yeah, all of your accomplishments are truly incredible. And you mentioned that you're an, an inventor and inventing and innovating are both so crucial now, particularly in the energy space. So can you expand on why they're so important? Yeah, it's very important to talk more about like these things about the space, I mean. Uh, this year is, is, is terrific, it's amazing about all the things that are, are, are happening about space, I mean all this space career, but more than space career, I mean the how the humanity is like uh, going to this like this new development, these new years, because I mean at the end, I think that since we started at, at, at the start of this year, uh, by all this uh, new spaceship that is like arriving to Mars and all about all these things. I mean, since now, and I think that the next maybe 50 or 100 years is like all the years is we are going to talk um, uh, about a lot of things related with the space. But I mean, on this space career is like, uh, as I said before, is like what is going to happen with the sustainability? I mean, now here on the earth is like, uh, we have uh, done a lot of bad things to, to destroy our planet. 
and what is going to happen to the uh, next planet, planet that we are going to discover. I mean, not only talk about Mars, about the moon, it's like, okay, we are going to repeat all these bad things, all these problems on the next uh, planet that probably we are going to colonize or something like this. And I think that not, I mean, it's not the option. I mean, if we are going to to restart on this new planet, we, we have to do it, but in a, in a new, in a new way, in a new sustainable way. So by this is that, uh, as you mentioned, it's like uh, this part of the energy on the space is really important, uh, really important because I mean, uh, some things that is going to happen on the space is that for sure, it's like, uh, environment where you, you have nothing <laughs> for sure you have nothing so for sure the first thing is to how to generate energy yeah i mean now is like uh, generate energy by uh, solar panels by a, a lot of uh, sometimes is uh, thinking about like nuclear things i mean and it's great but at the end it's like okay if you have some damage on this kind of uh, materials or technology uh, you are going probably to, to, to explode <laughs> or to, to, to I don't know, to cause a lot of things there. So now it's looking at how to do it now again in a sustainable way there, but also not only to generate energy, also to generate, I mean, more things only than energy for sure. If you are going to be on the space, for sure you need oxygen because you are not on the air, you, you don't have plants, you, for sure you have oxygen and also how to uh, clean the air. I mean, how to absorb all these CO2 that are on, on the air is uh, there. So, I mean, now uh, we are talking about the uh, energy on the space because I think that we have to develop new energies. I mean, not only one kind of source for sure, we need to develop new energies in order to develop more than only energy. So I think that this is the thing, not? And how to, to get all these kind of things and again, to come back to the air and improve here in there. Because I mean, most of the technology that we have now, for sure, uh, as, as we most of us know, is that uh, first uh, this kind of technology developed on space and after that come back to the, to the air and we have now the smartphones and we have all the, uh, I don't know, I think that also the internet, all of things here. So I think that this exchange between the space and the earth have to have a, a, a better way, and again, to have like this, this way of the sustainability. So yeah, this is like why, why, uh, why to talk about the energy on the space and how to combat this to, to the earth. Certainly. And speaking of your work with energy and uh, green fluidics, can you give an overview for our listeners exactly on how solar panels work? Yeah, in, uh, in a few words is that uh, the solar panels is based on, I mean, it's a solar tech, a solar tech base that is based on the, on the solar. So basically it's like uh, the solar panel works with uh, the sunlight of the, of, the, of the sun for sure. So, I mean, this kind of uh, solar panels is like, uh, if you can see like a kind of sandwich, I mean, you have like a kind of sandwich. So this kind of sandwich, you have uh, semi semiconducting materials there. 
So when the when the sunlight uh, knocks this kind of a, a semiconductive materials, you are going to produce like a kind of a energy flow. When after that, you are going to conduct into this energy flow to a, a charger or to a battery or something like this. And at the end of the day, you have like the, a, a, the energy for, for use in your house or your building, whatever you want, for sure. It depends on the quantity of solar panels that you are going to have here. But I mean, the main thing is that, is that you need a sunlight because by the sunlight, it provides the photons. I mean, these photons that is like a kind of particle that impacts on these solar panels is going to produce the energy. So in a few words, you have a sandwich there, you have the sunlight, and at the end you have when the, this kind of sunlight impacts the solar panel, you are going to produce energy. So I mean, in a few words, and you need what what more you need for the solar panels? You need the space. I mean, you need the space on your on your on your rooftop or in another kind of uh, closer thing in order to place there these solar panels. So I mean, this is the the some things that you need to to produce energy with these solar panels. And uh, what else? And another thing important of the solar panels is that I mean. Uh, the development of the solar panels have a lot of decades. That means since, I don't know, I think that before, yeah, for sure, for the, I think between the 80s and 90s, you have like, uh, we started this develop of the solar panels. And I think that more ago, more, more time ago. So you have like a lot of time on the development of this kind of technology. And now for sure, you have like more efficiency on, on the solar panels, but when this started, it like it started with with uh, uh, in in the small things, and now we have like the solar panels that we don't and that are on the rooftop of the houses. Yeah, definitely. I th and you mentioned one thing about solar panels, which is the amount of space it takes up, and that's oftentimes considered a negative of them. So, can you expand on if there are any other cons of solar panels? I think that the main cons. I mean. I, I don't like to say that I don't like the solar panel because at the end I mean this is a, it's a it's a way I mean it's a way to to have like this sustainability now and yeah it's amazing all the projects that are around the world but um, I think that a main con that have like the solar panel is that at the end of the life cycle of each solar panel it can I mean it's it well they transform to electronic waste. I mean, when I I have uh, heard about like this uh, project that say like, okay, now we are going to scale a million solar panels on uh, this region, no? and all the people like, okay, it's amazing. We're going to have like uh, electricity there. And yeah, this is such great things. But after that, when I, I start to think about it, okay, what is going to happen on maybe 20, 25 years when this kind of solar panels there that is installed there is going to transform in electronic waste is, is like when I thought like, oh my God, what is going to happen? Who, who, who is going to be in charge of recycle of this kind of solar panels? And also another thing is that the solar panels, I mean, the material in order to manufacturing all these kind of solar panels are like rain materials, rain minerals. I mean, on, on all these rain minerals 
have a lot of processes, a lot of chemicals there, and for sure, a lot of uh, pollution that is going to cause and around of this region. So I think that the main uh, cons of the solar panels is like all the impact and for sure the, the carbon footprint that produced during all the process, all the manufacturing, and at the end, all the, the recycle of all the solar panels. So, I mean, is to like, to have like this balance, you know, this balance between the carbon footprint that you are producing and you are reducing. And if you think about it, it's like, okay, it's like, mm, I'm going to buy a solar panel that causes a lot of carbon footprint. And after that, I'm going to reduce this, I don't know, after several years. And yeah, I mean, at the end, like we are buying a lot of things, a lot of technology, and you are not thinking about it. I mean, my smart my smartphone, how how much carbon footprint is producing, no? Because yeah, at the end, it's like yeah, I need it, no? But yeah, I think that is the cons. But by another hand, it's like the advantage is like is now is having like a growing developing. I mean, we are having a, a lot of new things, and I think that in some years we are going to achieve this balance of the carbon carbon footprint of each solar panel. But in, uh, I mean, until now, we have to do a lot of things to re how to reduce all, all these bad things. Definitely touched some, on some amazing points there. And I think kind of that, oh my gosh, moment that you had with solar panels and the life cycle of them, I think I had that as well. And that's how I discovered your work because I was trying to see what sustainable solutions we had um, to the issues created by solar panels because you know obviously as amazing as they are and they are seen as kind of these brilliant symbols of renewable energy you know particularly in intersectional environmentalism we need to be looking at the pros and cons and using innovation and amazing kind of engineers like yourself to be creating these solutions and so this brings us on to your work at Green Fluidics so you created an intelligent solar biopanel based on microalgae and nanotechnology can you please expand on how this idea came about, the process of creating it, and what it actually is? Yeah, 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 for sure. It's like, uh, as I mentioned before, it's like in 2017, I mean, I was on the middle of my bachelor on biotechnology. So, I mean, when I, I, I was on, on this part of my life, it's like, okay, after when I, I end my bachelor, what am I going to do, no? So on that time is like, yeah, one particular way that, one particular thing, sorry, that I was like worried about it is like about all these things about the live solar panels, no? It's like, oh my gosh, what, what is going to happen with all these uh, waste electronic and about all these things. So when I was there, it's like, okay, I would like to develop like new things, but new real sustainable things, new real sustainable technology to impact not only my my country, not only my region, not only my state when I I, 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 I was from. So it's like, okay, uh, I don't know nothing about like electricity because I mean, my bachelor is in biotechnology. So I am more like in charge of this part of microorganisms about bacteria, about all these things. So it was like, okay, I don't know more about it, but What's going to happen if uh, we can like look for somebody that ha have like more uh, knowledge about this? So we found uh, the doctor Miguel Mayorga, who was like a research a researcher on my university there. He's, he's a he's a physician there, but he's in charge of uh, nanotechnology and ther thermo thermodynamics and all, all all about this like 
uh, interesting stuff. So uh, when we started to talk about it, okay, what we can create and what what we can develop in order to to leave a legacy to our humanity. Because I mean, our goal is what like okay, we are going to develop new things, but what is going to happen only to pass maybe five years and the people is going to forget it and again, new things. No, it was like, okay, we're going to develop new technology in order to impact million people around the around the earth, but that this kind of technology can evolve, evolve with the problems that the next year we are going to have. Not, not only energy, but also about talking probably agriculture, about these space problems. I mean, so it was like our first insights about, okay, what we can do. So, I mean, after a lot of research, a lot of work there, so it's like, okay, we have a microalgae here. The microalgae works like a kind of trees. I mean, produce uh, like this kind of process of the photosynthesis in order to absorb the carbon dioxide, release oxygen. And by another hand, the doctor say, okay, we have nanotechnology and our technology could work in order to produce energy. So, okay, it was like, okay, we can clean the air and by another hand, produce energy. So we started to, to mix these uh, both things. And finally, when we get like, uh, when we got like this kind of, of uh, idea, because at the end it started like an idea, it was like, okay, we're going to test what, what is going to happen and what happened if we can like share this kind of an idea with different people around the world, with different, uh, in different contexts. And yeah, we started to, to like, to talk more about this kind of pro technology. And at the end, it transformed in the Italian solar biopanel, which is a multi-proposal system that produces energy, clean the air, but at the same time, it can provide an avant-garde design to the buildings. Because at the end, it's, it's like, okay, if you are thinking about the solar panels, it's like, it's like, are not beautiful. Yeah, the solar panels is like, okay, you have like this kind of rectangle, black rectangle, and you are looking to put on your rooftop. But after that, you forget that you have this kind of solar panels there because at the end, I mean, you are looking only for your for your bills at the end of the month. And okay, it's like, ah, I remember that I have these solar panels there. But what happened with this aesthetic? I mean, what happened with the design? So by this is that uh, we invite to another people from art, from design, in order to say, okay, we have this probably technology here and what is happening is you can provide like a new design, a new design to this kind of new solar panels. If you can, if we can mention this, this, this invention like this. And what is going to happen if we can provide this new design, but also to, to provide an opportunity to use these new biopanels in our infrastructure on the same building that we are looking to place. So after that is like how we achieve like this intelligent solar biopanel that is now a kind of, I mean, have a, a triangle geometry, this triangle geometry that uh, allows you to make like a lot of new design because at the end, I mean, if you will start to join this new, I mean, these triangles is like, you are going to start about like, okay, if we can put three triangles, five triangles, nine triangles, whatever, you are going to have like different design. And at the end is like this technology is semi-transparent. I mean, the, the microalgae provide like this semi-transparency to this technology. So 
all these uh, benefits, but all these characteristics, you can take advantage of that, of that in order to place as a kind of windows on the rooftop, as a kind of skyladders of walls, in order to have all these benefits. I mean, in, in summary, it's like you are going to have energy, at the same time, you are going to have like cleaning the air of the surroundings, but at the same time, you are going to have an avant-garde design to say, okay, all my building, all my house, we're doing like new things in order to help to the air, to to improve our, our, our uh, yeah, our surroundings, to improve our, our clean air, something like this. And um, yeah, I, at the end, uh, it's like we know that this new technology is going to help to accelerate the sustainability on the cities because we want to share that it's possible. I mean, it's possible to combine the technology and the nature in only one system. So this is how it works, the, 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 well, how it functions, the, this intelligent solar biopanel. And again, as a, an, uh, in an analog way to the solar panels is that we use the solar radiation in order to catch this by the microalgae, by the nanotechnology, and produce the energy, and at the same time produce like this kind of photosynthesis, like the trees, in order to absorb the carbon dioxide from the environment and release oxygen. So yeah, in a few words, this is the, the technology that we have uh, developed on Greenfleetix. And we, we know that, I mean, more than only these characteristics, also we can provide uh, byproducts, for example, in the case of the microalgae, we can reuse the microalgae at the end of the life of the microalgae as a kind of biofertilizer. I mean, this kind of fertilizer to use on uh, urban gardens on some like these new things that now we are seeing in different places. And also to provide the uh, carbon, uh, carbon bonds, the carbon credits, I mean, in order to demonstrate, okay, we are helping to the air absorbing carbon dioxide and for sure we can exchange by money so we are providing like these new opportunities to the people to say okay uh, we are not only help to the to the air yeah because it's like the things that we love to do but for sure we can provide you like more opportunities to to make money to with this kind of technology so it's like okay you I, like convince me in order to okay we can use like this technology not only to help but also to make money with this so this is like how how people can say like you can have like an impact on the the, the social way the economics and also on the environment so yeah in, in in some words this is the Italian solar panel. I love that that whole idea and I think the thing that really stands out to me is how thoughtfully created it was you know you've really accounted for so many different things from the different fields, you know, combining art and architecture and engineering. You've accounted for after the, the life cycle, as you were just saying with the algae. And you've really just thought about how it can be used, how corporations can benefit from it too. And it just really is so well planned out and just so well thought out. And I think so many solutions don't really account for every single aspect. And you guys have seemed to have done that. And that's what I find very, very impressive about it. So can you tell us a bit more about how this has already been used and where you foresee it going in the future? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's like this, this technology now, I mean, we're still on the development of the technology. I mean, we are not yet on the market. Yeah, we we expect that the, the next year we can launch like this technology to the market. 
because I mean, as you know, the the pandemic well like strikes like different different people, different companies a lot. Uh, in the case of us, is it was like one of the things that like uh, having like a, a slow a slower development of the technology, not in order to have like more health and something like this. But at the end, is that like now we are like pushing this technology in order to have our first test in several buildings in order to demonstrate to the people how it could look like, but also all about the about the benefits. I mean, so on the next months, we are going to test this technology on several buildings, not only in Mexico. We are also looking to have several uh, tests on Europe. I mean, on Europe, on different countries as Germany, Poland, and probably on UK, because this technology have like, uh, a big impact on the people, I mean, in order to to demonstrate that, I mean, this combination of nature and technology could be possible. And several people around the world is like looking to, to how it could look like, because now it's like, okay, this is like the render on how it could look like, but at the end it's like the people want to touch it, to, to, to say like, okay, this is, this is uh, how it is, could, could be the future, the near future. So now we are like on this on this way, for sure, as all these startups, we are like on this stage that we are looking for this investment in order to accelerate the development of technology. Because at the end, I mean, you know, like all the technology at the start could be like very expensive and we don't want to, to do that. I mean, we want to reduce all the costs in order to have like uh, a good price for the people. And now, yeah, we are on this way in order to develop the technology, to have like this investment to accelerate the technology and we can like expand around all the world to, to release this kind of technology there. And I think that by the next years, uh, also uh, we can see, and uh, we, we, we would love for sure to have this technology on the space because for sure it's a reality. I mean, this is a reality that this kind of technology could be adaptable to have like several impact on the space, not only for the energy production, but the main thing is that how to generate oxygen for the people that is going to be there. Because I mean, if you don't have like oxygen by one minute, for sure you are going to be died here. <laughs> so uh, this is the main thing that we are trying to develop in. And it's amazing because for example, now on Netflix, if you are going to look for different movies about the space, it's like the, 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 the new movies that are releasing about these topics on the space, is like, if you can see this, it's like using microalgae. I mean, it's demonstrated that the microalgae can be used on the space. And it's amazing for us because it, it's like um, uh, insight that say to us, okay, this technology, yeah, for sure, can be there on the space and have like a lot of things. And um, yeah, I think that uh, for sure, in a parallel way, we are working on these uh, first prototypes in order to to prove this bio panel in a small way, for sure, not all the inter bio panel in a small way, in a kind of like a micro laboratory on a kind of a small prototype to test on the space with these new spaceships and these new uh, missions uh, to Mars in order to say, okay, not only like, the old people, all the all, all the top engineers can do that. Also, the young people, we can provide like this new technology and this technology that probably could like impact on the on the on the legacy of the humanity. There, I mean, we 
we see that probably this biopanel could be like one of the technologies that can change the the, the way can change the way on if the the possibilities of the human to be on the on the on different planets or not i mean we can uh, we want to believe that for sure and this is one of the things that um like that that help us to think in in a, in a big way and um, yeah another things that is like for the technology is to look for another markets as i said before is like not only in the markets of the buildings about the markets related with the with the houses also is like on this market of the agriculture in order to have like a more sustainable agriculture for sure how to provide like this fertilizer based on the use of microalgae in order to have like more this kind of organic organic uh, things i mean these organic fruits organic vegetables in order to say okay instead of use like this kind of fertilizer that by chemics or something like this to reuse a, a, the microalgae in order to create like more organics a, a agriculture there so yeah this is some of the things that we are uh, thinking about it that we are planning now and yeah for sure to increase the 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 team because we are a young team of almost 18 people working here i mean we started with four people and, and now we are 18 people all of us i mean in a 90 percent we we have like a range of uh, age of between 40, 20, no, sorry, 20, 24, 24 and 26 years old. I mean, so we are a young people that have different capabilities, different uh, skills in order to evolve this technology to new ways, to new markets, and for sure to reach our goals. That's brilliant. And it's so amazing as well to see kind of young people working on these innovations, because I think that's one of the reasons why you guys are able to see all these kind of infinite applications essentially and really view the world with this sustainable mindset especially when creating these products because you know especially as young people we are at the forefront of the environmental crises whether it be you know issues with soil and having to confront the issue of fertilizers and how we're using that at the moment or the issue of energy production and so speaking of the future so what do you envision the future of solar panels to be and how can we ensure that it's sustainable yeah, th th talking about like uh, how to envision like the, the future for sure of the solar panels and about all these kind of technologies is that uh, not only the people, but also the companies, the, the industry, uh, they, they will have to, well, they, they will think, well, yeah, they, they will have to think about how to combine the different technologies. I mean, I think, and this is the, the thing that also we want to share with our technology, with the biopanel, and this is why we use biopanel, because at the end, I think that the people, the companies, industry, they have to think about how to combine different technologies in order to provide more than only one thing. I mean, as I mentioned, it's like, uh, it's not only to think about the energy that you are producing, because I mean, we, we as, as a human, it's like all the all the all the time we are thinking about it that we we want to to have more for sure. I mean, if you say okay, this no, I don't know, this solar panel produces uh, three hundred and this other solar panel produces six hundred, you you are going to say okay, I I want this this panel that produces six hundred, not. 
But now we have to change our minds in order to say, okay, we don't want the solar panel that produce more. We want the solar panel that we can provide us more savings. And this is one thing of, about our bio panel. Our bio panel is not only produce energy, our bio panel is producing or also thermal comfort. I mean, reducing the use of air conditioner, the use of boilers or something like this. So I think that the, the future of the solar panels is to combine this technology with another kind of technology as the, I mean, in the nature as the microorganisms, or for example, now is talking a lot of things about the, the developers, the developments of, of hydrogen. I mean, now it's like the hero. I think that now we are on the hero of the hydrogen. I mean, and now we are having like new developments. But what is going to happen if we can combine also the solar panels with hydrogen, with uh, thermal, with, I, I don't know. I mean, there are a lot, of, a lot of things to do. And sometimes the people in companies is like, nah, my technology is better than yours, no? Or something like this, not. And now it's like, okay, what could happen if we can join together, have a joint venture, have a different kind of agreements in order to have more impact than only one. So the future for this is to use more uh, sustainable materials for sure. As I mentioned, like the rain materials, the minerals, something that this is very, very toxic for sure for the air, for the environment and how to use new materials and how also to take advantage of the, the space of we have. I mean, talking about the infrastructure because sometimes these solar panels need more space than you have. And you know, uh, I mean, and the population is increasing and very quickly, very quickly. So is that not, now you have to think about it that probably you are, you are not going to have more space to, to put this kind of solar panel now. How can you adapt the solar panels to your infrastructure? And the same with different technologies. So are different problems that are increasing. I mean, the climate change, the global warming, the increase of the population, the increase of, I mean, the use of more space for agriculture instead of for the generation of energy. So there are a lot of problems, but I think that the future is to work together. I mean, in a few words, the future is to work together and to increase the ways that we can collaborate. Because I mean, as now in the pandemic, I mean, we can, we, I think that we can have like these kind of vaccines now, if all the world can, I mean, if all the world not uh, have like collaborating in a, in a together way as, 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 as now, no? And it's going to be the same way to the climate change. If we can do nothing now, in collaborate together, I don't know what is going to be the future for us. So I think that we are in the perfect time to start to do that and for sure to accelerate because we don't have more time. So yeah, this is the future for me for this kind of new technologies. Definitely, I completely agree. I think two main things you said that stood out to me were collaboration and adaptability as well. Because as you said, a lot of times it can be too competitive, but at the end of the day, the fight is against the environmental crisis. And that requires all of us to work together and you know, put, put brains together, put technologies together to really make the best solution. And also ensure that all the solutions are adaptable to different situations. Because 
the world really ranges from country to country, city to city. So all these solutions need to be able to be adjusted depending on the location, depending on the society, in order to ensure that sustainability is broad and not just in certain locations. So thank you so much, Adan, for being with us today. And thank you to all the listeners for tuning into today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at EcoCircleInt. And if you have any questions or thoughts you would like to share, feel free to message us using the contact button on our website. And if you enjoyed this conversation today, make sure that you check out season one, episode 16, where our guest host, Jelena, interviews Nina Hamadi, an environmental engineer on sustainability in the electricity industry. Thank you again, Adan. Thank you so much for the invitation. So if you want to know more about our work, uh, about all these things, I mean, you can follow us in our social network as Green Fleet. You can look for us in different social media. And also, if you want to follow me on something like this, uh, also I am on Instagram as AdamRS. AdamRS, uh, you can look for me there. Um, yeah, if you want also to get in touch with me and talk more about this kind of topic, feel free to, to do it. Thank you so much for your invitation.